0: Hello and welcome to The Chandler Burton Show. My name is Chandler Burton and I will be your host today, as I am on every episode because my name's in the title, so I guess that would make sense. I hope everyone's having a good week so far. I usually, my plan now is to upload on Friday or Saturday. Um, but since The Last of Us Part two is coming out on Friday, I'm going to be taking that time to be playing that game and enjoying it so I can put a review out as fast as possible. My plan is to do a spoiler-free review, um, and then I'm going to do a spoiler, re- spoiler review with my sister, who's also going to be getting the game. So we've already talked about that. So my plan is to upload every Friday or Saturday. I'll go throughout the week and find news on movies or video games or any kind of music that I'm interested in talking about. And then I think I'll just go ahead and just chat about it and kind of go from there. Um. So today we're going to be talking about two things, two different topics. Uh. So today's topics are, uh, Star Wars Squadron, the brand new Star Wars game that's coming out, and also Breath of the Wild Two. So kind of totally two different sides of the spectrum here. Um. Uh, there's some other games that were announced as well. I just don't really feel interested in talking about them. There's a, a Kingdom Hearts game that was announced for like PlayStation, Xbox, and the Nintendo Switch, which I think got a lot of people excited but it's like a rhythm based game it looks like it's like guitar hero but you play as like mickey mouse and i'm not about that life that just did, that did not look fun and i just don't want to talk about that so i'm just going to talk about a couple of things today and uh, this episode might be a little bit longer than the last one because i got a few things to cover, um, but I'll definitely give you my thoughts and opinions on how um, I see those things. So we're going to first start off by talking about uh, Star Wars Squadron. This is the brand new Star Wars game from EA that is coming out, I believe it's October 5th of this year. It's going to be on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and the PC. So, as far as I know from watching the trailer, um, I think it takes place between episode 6 and episode 7, um, kind of the fall of the Empire, kind of that era. Um, it seems like a lot of Star Wars games kind of take place within that time period. Um, I would like to see more of like something else in between the prequels or in between, um, you know, and maybe episode 4 and 5 and those kind of things. I feel like we always get something in between episode 6 and 7 because there's just a huge gap between. Between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens with a ton of stuff happening and so I really feel like um, in the future i like to see a Star Wars game kind of branch out and try some new things and try to get out of the between Episode six and seven. Um, the game is mainly going to be air combat which I think is interesting because Battlefront uh, 1 and 2 also had combat, air combat. And so I'm interested to see if they're going to be using those same controls from the Battlefront and Battlefront 2. They were okay, but I don't think that alone can hold a game on its own. Uh, The game's also going to be $40, which also kind of concerns me because EA also mentioned that this game's going to have no microtransactions. But being $40, And it being a new Star Wars game, it still kind of concerns me. If you played any of the other EA Star Wars games, you know the whole controversy around Battlefront Two, where that game launched and you had to purchase um, loot boxes to progress in the game, which is completely unfair. There's a huge debacle about it. The game pretty much had to be redone from the ground up. Battlefront Two actually is a pretty decent shooter nowadays. You can't find a lot of people playing it, but if you can, it actually is really fun. So it worries me that they're releasing this game for $40, and they're going to try to charge us more down the road. There may be, there may be no microtransactions at first, but I feel like um, they're going to add those down the road, and that does concern me. Um, the game also, which is really cool, actually, is it's gonna have crossplay, which I think is a really cool thing. I wish more games would support crossplay because some people prefer PlayStation, like myself, and some people prefer Xbox, like other people, and I think that's totally fair, and I don't fault anybody for doing that. But I think it's really cool. Um, games like Rocket League or the new Call of Duty or even Fortnite are following this trend of like, okay, well, maybe we can have more people play together so we can have them play on different consoles. It was really cool because I I own Call of Duty Modern Warfare on the PlayStation 4, and my sister owns it on the Xbox One. And so being able to play with her and on different systems was absolutely a treat. I think that's really, really cool. So my overall thoughts on it, um, it looks like a pretty cool game. The trailer only really showed... um, just a cinematic, and so we don't really know what the game's going to be about. We do know it's going to have a single-player campaign, but again, at $40, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a just a couple hours long. I don't expect a really in-depth story. Um, I'm hoping to get more games like Jedi Fallen Order. Those kind of games I enjoy, as I talked about before my other episode, when I talked about The Last of Us. I'm definitely an open-world, kind of linear guy when it comes to my video games. And so I hope that we get more Star Wars games like that. I'll definitely keep an eye out for Star Wars Squadron. You know, I had a fun time playing the older Star Wars games like Rogue Squadron on the GameCube. And so if it's anything like that, it'll probably be a lot of fun. Um, But again, it's just so hard to put my faith in EA because every time I do that, especially when it comes to Star Wars, my favorite franchise of all time, I have been let down twice. The first Battlefront, it wasn't a bad game, but it just was, there was so much not there that they should have put in. They charged the game for $60, and it came with a bare bone of a of a game as a joke of a, it was a joke of a single player and the multiplayer was just your generic, you know, team deathmatch, free for all. Like nothing really made me feel like it was Star Wars except, you know, the characters that it. it felt like battlefield with Star Wars skin on it and that's how I felt. Battlefront 2, while I overall liked that game better, was obviously a huge disappointment because of those microtransactions. I mean, putting out the game and having the backlash be so bad that you have to t- stop the game and pretty much redo it while people have the game is not a good way to like promote Star Wars, and I'm pretty sure Disney was not happy about that. And then we got Jedi Fallen Order, which was a step in the right direction. Um, it wasn't my favorite Star Wars game of all time, and it definitely had some problems that um, I can maybe go into a different time. But I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the characters. Um, there was a few clunky mechanics about it, but overall, I thought it was a pretty good game. So I'm hoping we get more games, again, like Jedi Fallen Order, uh, because I prefer those kind of games, you know, for Star Wars. So that's a little bit about Star Wars uh, Squadron. Uh, now I want to talk a little bit about The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Again, a completely different side of the coin. Um, so... A lot of you may not know this, but I am a, like, huge Legend of Zelda fan. That tends to happen. Like, what happens is if I don't, for example, with Star Wars, I've always enjoyed Star Wars. I've always actually say I love Star Wars. Um, what I don't hear about it for a while, I kind of just, not that I don't like it, I just don't really um, talk about it as much. But now that Star Wars has kind of come back to the forefront, it makes me want to talk about it all the time and have conversations with people when it came to Legend of Zelda, the last Legend of Zelda game that I played all the way through was Twilight Princess, and that was on the GameCube and the Wii, so it's been a long time since I've played a Legend of Zelda game. I missed out on, like, Skyward Sword, and I missed out on pretty much all the D- Nintendo DS ones, because I had a 3DS, but I didn't really find any interest in it, um, so I haven't played a Legend of Zelda game since, like, 2007, I think, and then I I bought Breath of the Wild because my sister let me borrow it, and I got totally addicted to Breath of the Wild. Like, it was really, really bad how addicted I got to that game. And I literally have put 185-plus hours into the game, and that's me completing the entire single-player campaign, all the side missions... Um, I got the DLC, so I did the Trial of the Sword. I did all the stuff in there. I did all 120 shrines. And I still could go back in and play that game, and I'd still probably find something to do. That game totally changed how open world really works. I know a lot of people say, like, no, there's games like The Witcher or Skyrim, and I do enjoy those games. But there was something about Breath of the Wild that was just so simple to pick up. But it was so simple, yet yeah, it was one of those games where you really had to master and learn how to really control it. The only thing that was lacking in Breath of the Wild for me was kind of the story, and a lot of people have talked about that before. Um, I thought it was okay, but for, like, an open-world game like this, it's kind of hard to tell um, a story, which I guess is not really that true, because games like Horizon Zero Dawn, which it is beat, is also open-world, but that game had a great story, so... Um, I'm hoping for Breath of the Wild 2 that they'll kind of expand upon that story. And kind of leading into Breath of the Wild 2, I want to know where is another trailer or some gameplay footage. Uh, It's been about a year since Nintendo announced that they are doing a sequel to Breath of the Wild and my heart just stopped. I got so excited. I was like, okay, I'm ready to go at this again. All we know so far is that it's the same engine as Breath of the Wild, so it's the same graphics, the same world, and we think that Ganondorf is going to come back, like, in physical form. Like, I know people don't think he is, but if you watch the trailer, there's no doubt in my mind that that's going to be Ganondorf, and so, um, we have all been waiting for a brand new trailer for this game. We're expecting it to come out at the end of this year, maybe next year, we don't know yet. Um... I do have some thoughts. I think, obviously, because of the pandemic, again, I hope everyone's doing safe with that, is that where Nintendo is just trying to keep everyone safe, and so their safety, of course, is more important than the game. I also feel like it, they're really trying to take their time on it because, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, whatever they're going to call it, originally started as DLC. So it was actually going to be an add-on to Breath of the Wild. And then everyone at Nintendo who was working on that game said, no, we can make this a lot more. And so they decided to make an entire new game based off of it here. I mean, Breath of the Wild came out in 2017, so they've probably been working on it for probably about two and a half, three years now. And so, of course, take your time. I want, you know, I would hate for, like, a a Metroid Prime 4 situation where they completely scrap the game and have to start all over. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, But I wish Nintendo would just, like, drop, like, let us know that the game's still in, it's still going good. There's no delays in it. We're just working hard on it. Um, It Kind of just show us, you know, what's going to happen. Because I don't really know what they're going to do with Breath of the Wild 2. Obviously, um, people are saying that they want more dungeons, like traditional dungeons, which I completely understand. I heard it's going to be a little more linear than Breath of the Wild, which again is totally fine with me. I'll play that game either way. So I'm really curious on where Breath of the Wild 2 is, because again, we haven't heard anything, and that's one of Nintendo's... if biggest franchises if not their biggest besides Mario and so I'm curious of why they haven't shown anything it's also the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers so they're probably focusing on Mario right now but a lot of people like myself that I've talked to are really looking forward to Breath of the Wild 2 I'm wondering if we'll hear anything anytime soon Obviously, the safety of everybody is way more important than a video game, Um, but once we get a trailer, I'm going to be super excited to break it down, to talk about it, and hopefully we'll get something soon, because I really want to know what's going on. Is Zelda going to be playable? Is Ganondorf going to talk? There's just so many things that I've been speculating about this game, and I'm just super excited. So I kind of just wanted to mention that here, because that's kind of been on my mind since, again, the trailer came out about a year ago, announcing that they are doing a sequel. So I'm really, again, I'm curious to see what they'll do with that and where we'll go from there. Um, there's not a lot of going on for Nintendo right now. I mean, I feel like once the PlayStation 5 comes out and the Xbox Series X, um, I kind of worry for Nintendo. Because I don't know if they're going to have any really big games this year besides Paper Mario and the Origami King. I mean, Sony's... Um, PlayStation 5 reveal and showing those games was an absolutely stellar um, conference and they showed off so many good games and I'm sitting there going like man Nintendo's going to need to show off a new Mario game or a new Zelda game to keep up with them because once those systems come out I think the Switch is probably going to decline in sales because the PlayStation 4 was like the highest selling video game of this generation and so I feel like PlayStation is going to top it Again, so, again, I'm just really curious of what Nintendo's going to be doing this year. Um, Again, the only big game I know that's coming out soon is next month, and that's the new Paper Mario game. And that's not even the biggest franchise Nintendo has. So, again, I'm very curious to see what they'll do with that. Um, But that's going to be it for today. Um, Thank you all for listening here. Again, I did it this podcast early because, again, The Last of Us Part Two is coming out here on... Uh, Friday I'm gonna get it installed and play it so I can talk about it so I'm mainly just gonna be playing that game also again with work and everything going on it's just hard to sit down and like make time and so uh, usually I will be uploading again probably Friday or Saturday That's kind of my plan. But again, I did it early this week. That way I can um, get ready for Last of Us Part 2. So I want to thank you all again for um, listening and checking this podcast out. I am still, of course, new at doing this, and so I probably use a lot of repetitive words and stutter a little bit, but I'm still trying to learn the ropes of how really a podcast works and just try to have fun with it. So um, again, I want to thank you guys so much for checking out the Chandler Burton Show, and I will catch you all Next time, buzzing.